Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat, episode... Seven. Seven. This is episode the seven. The environment. Dun, yes. Dun, dun. We're going to talk about the environment today. I'm going to try to not say yes aggressively over I'm and over again. I'm going to say... I'm not going to say the F word. I'm going to keep it under five F words. That's not going to happen. All right. Well, let's start off with our, our, our shot. Obligatory. Don't say hates that word. Obligatory shot. Of Jack Daniels. Cheers. <laughs> Ah, smooth. You good? No, it's just... Well, Lisa drinks us off. Uh, we're in Erie, Pennsylvania tonight. I need some water. On the water. Yes. Um, we're on the last day of our vacation. The last podcast came from a boat, and uh, we discussed famous vegans, sort of. We talked about four vegans. Yeah, and then... We realized I, both of us were included. The other one was Moby and Ellen. <laughs> we realized it went a little bit long, so we stopped it. We made another one, but after upon uh, review, we we did not feel comfortable uh, releasing it. Vegan part two. We're not ready for that, but we'll keep no. it. Maybe we'll put it out there. No, It'd be like episode fifty. No. <laughs> It was really embarrassing. Yeah, I got a little carried away, but no need. No one needs to do sh- two shots of Jack Daniels in a in a night. Yeah, well, vegan number two, it's out there. If you know us, I'll send it to you privately. But um, no. we're not going to follow up with that. Um, but just like I said in the first one, everyone's vegan, hundred yep. percent. Anybody who's cool, anybody who look up to, they're vegan, including Donald Trump. Well, 101%. we carried on our trip. Um, the last time we talked to you, yeah, we were in we, we were in Sanford, Connecticut on a boat. We talked a lot about that. It was it was a good time. Then we continued up northeast. Um, we drove through Brooklyn. We did not stop. Um, carried on. No, we did that on the way to Sanford. So we already talked about that. We, we carried up about? into the Cape Cod Cape area. Cod. Um, stayed with a good friend, Justin. And then we actually went to Cape Cod. As yeah. much as you gave me shit about not going to Cape Cod, and you're like, it's Cape Cod area. We went to Cape Cod. Well, I said that to Justin, and he was like, no, I technically do live in Cape Cod. Yeah. So we were in Cape Cod the whole entire time. We saw a lot of cool places. We went to a, an aquarium. There's a lot. I mean, it's it's an incredible place. It's I've never gorgeous. been there. It's really and, uh, pretty. We got some vegan ice cream. Yes. In Cape Cod. Oh, another yes. Yes. We figured out Jimmy says yes. A lot. I'm going to work my best on that. What other vegan but things did we have up there? Like you're excited. You're positive, proactive. Or it's a crutch. Yes. Like, um. Um, yes. Anyways, uh, I think I say probably anyways. Well, in Cape Cod, so we had some vegan ice cream. That was yeah. delicious. What other vegan treats did we have in Cape Cod? Mm, we went out to dinner, a really good sushi place. And anytime you go to get sushi, there's always a lot of options that mm-hmm. don't include oh, actual raw yeah. fish. I had some tempura uh, sweet potato. Sweet potato tempura. It's amazing. And then so uh, what's that? Is it is the California roll? Yeah, that's usually. Sometimes they vegetables. put some crab in that, but that was just a vegetable. That was dank as well. Yeah. and as, I didn't get to finish it because uh, my child started losing it. And, so, and that's the only time he's lost it on this trip. And we went to a diner, and I had a giant heaping mound of 
Um, potatoes yeah, with potatoes. peppers, mushrooms, and onions, some rye toast. Yeah, Bob also pooped out of his onesie. It was all up his back. All right, try to forget about that. Sorry. Sorry, that's just normal day-to-day stuff. So we went to Cape Cod, then we came back down. We went to where Jimmy's from. Where is that? I don't know how to pronounce it. Binghamton, New York, but upstate New York, a small city um, in upstate New York that most people have not heard of unless you're familiar with SUNY Binghamton College, which is a lot of SUNY schools. But my point here is that it's a very small city, and we stayed downtown. <gasps> There's probably like oh. six places to eat, and wait, three wait, of wait, them wait. Backtrack, had... Backtrack, backtrack. Yeah. Before that, can we talk about the hotel we stayed at? Yeah. Where it um, showered for me? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I grew up in this town, um, probably... Binghamton. Second grade through um, my early 20s, I lived there. And I never stayed downtown, obviously, because that's where my family's from. But there's a pretty famous, not famous, but a, like a heart of the city hotel. Probably been there for yeah, over 100 the, years. Yeah, it was in the middle of it. It's its last renovation the was Grand probably Royale. in like the 40s oh, or it 50s. It was renovated. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe not. But it was, it was definitely the shadiest. No. So we get a room there and we get settled in and... I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a shower. And exactly at that moment, the shower turns on in the bathroom. And well, I was like, like wow, this, this place is like forward. Like I just thought about having a shower and a shower turned on. And I was thoroughly impressed until we went to the bathroom and uh, someone else was taking a shower. And they just happened to be a floor ahead, like a, above us. And it was just raining in on, uh, on our bathroom. And then he goes downstairs to get another room because he was like, "Hey guys, there's a shower going on." He beat and I, me, and I I didn't I didn't turn that on. And they give us the room next door, and it's the same thing going on. Water raining down from the ceiling. Two rooms. That room was the first room was raining down into our shower. This one it was raining down into the shower and the bathroom oh, and really? other places. Ugh. It was. Literally raining in the room. Well, we got a third room. We got a third room, yeah, and it was fine. We stayed there. It was cool. I Um, woke up kind of of a little in a panic that I had some bed bugs, but it turns out so far so good. So far, no bed bugs. And we're in Erie, PA right now. A beautiful hotel. Coming to you from hot Erie, PA. But before that, what I was going to say is in... Actually, I was kind of surprised in Cape Cod. We, you know, we Googled... Vegan breakfast, vegan lunch, and try to find some places, and there wasn't any dedicated vegan places, which is fine. We ate great. You always can eat great. But uh, in Binghamton, like many cities, up vegan. there was tons of options. There was a couple bars that brewed their own beer that had uh, vegan speedies. Speedies, speedies which chicken. Chicken speedies? No one knows what a speedy is unless you're from it's world the Northeast. It's worldwide. It's like a, it's like a marinated chicken, um, but obviously you can do it with a fake chicken. It's it's a sauce. It's a, like a dressing. Yeah. It's like a special Italian dressing. You go into your grocery store next to you, you have a Speedy's. Uh, sauce, yeah. Salamita Speedy sauce. You might have seen it. Um, if you are interested, it's amazing. Grab it. Soak some chicken in it. Um, and then no, grill it up. No, not chicken. That's where we're opposite well, of what we're getting at. <laughs> vegan chicken. The, <laughs> the kind that you buy in... It goes well with Speedy's. <laughs> chicken. Yeah, get some chicken. No, the... The strips that are frozen, Chicken strips, yeah. They seem to be able to hold it, take in a marinade. They yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Frozen 
chicken strips love speedies. They love, they can take a marinade. I don't think there's a lot of frozen stuff you can buy that can That's take a marinade. True. That's a good point. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah. Nice, not just, not nice just analytical uh, discussion about cooking. All right, we'll speed it up because we want to get to some good, serious stuff today. We speed it up on the speedies. We blabbed a lot about nothing um, last time. But so then we traveled the environment. to um, no, through Binghamton. Yeah, saw some family. Now we were in Erie, Pennsylvania in a hotel room. And we want to get down to some environmental discussions. The brass um, tacks. We've talked. The first episode, we talked a ton about. Well, I guess I'll stop myself right there. The first episode, so we we're kind of you know new at this, so we're looking at our data and stuff. We have a lot of people that are listening to the show. We're excited about that. Ten thousand listeners. <laughs> Not even close. But most of them have listened it's to the close. the first it's episode. Like yeah, yeah. That that have that it's been tapped into, and. Uh, one thing I've been reading a lot about podcasts is that there's a very low ratio of listens to any sort of feedback. So I'm just going to yeah. take a one second to beg. Um, For feedback. If you listen to this show and you're interested, even in the tiny spit, um, either like it, comment it, rate, on, rate it, even if you don't like it, um, on iTunes. Uh, tell us how you feel about it on Instagram. We just were dying for feedback, and I've gotten a little bit. I've pried out of people, but yeah, like you talk to me about how awesome my voice sounds. Yes, tell her it's beautiful. Me, All me, right, me, so me, me, we want to talk about why we're, we've talked about why we're vegan, and we talked. You know, we mentioned. I keep saying the word health aspect, and we keep saying environmental purposes, and we keep saying um, the animal cruelty, but we haven't gotten too deep into. It. We talked a ton about cheese. Two episodes about cheese and dairy. Um, so let's and, talk about the real stuff. Yeah, we also we this didn't even get that much into the health of vegan. it. I mean, besides the health aspect, it's which, weird. This is what I became of. I decided to try vegan because of this. The health, or because of the the environmental. environmental. And there's okay. some irony there, and I want to start off with that. All right, so to, to be to begin this, I don't know how far we're going to get, but we're going to start by talking about climate change, global warming. Climate, it's a hoax. And if you know me and you've heard- I'm just kidding. You hear the word climate change come out of my mouth, you're probably cringing um, because I have a lot of varying opinions on this. I teach um, government and politics and science and politics very intertwined. And when you bring the government into the scientific world, there's some issues there. And yeah. that's come up- Let's not get political. We're not going to get political. We're but not. that's come up in- no, these documentaries like Cowspiracy. Yes, he talks about the government involvement a lot. Yeah, and Cowspiracy is the thing that I talked about in the first episode that I watched that drove me into, you know, wondering why everyone's not vegan. And that's what we want to kind of start with today. So I'm going to definitely throw some numbers out there that um, mostly have come from data from books that I've read, but they've been collected well in Cowspiracy. So if you want an easy way to to verify some of this, watch that documentary. Or go to the website; it's all sourced very well. But I'll, so let's talk about I'll the environment. How is eating meat and dairy, or you know which one's worse? How is eating meat and dairy affecting our environment? Well, I want to start off by saying, again, we're talking about climate change and we're climate not change. About the environment. That's that's environmental, <laughs> right? Right. Right. But isn't it just um, okay. Well, the term climate change and global warming. Iceberg slushies? Is debated. And I, you know, I say this because in a, this political culture that we're in, we have two political parties that see this way, very differently. But when it comes back to science, what does science believe? Science believes that, in, that our world is warming up. Yes. Our world is warming. What's so bad with that? 
Um, there's, well, it's... I wouldn't mind be a few degrees hotter. The, <laughs> the ocean temperature rises. Um, the ocean level rises. Like a couple degrees. It could hurt um, the... The culture, the culture, the culture, the, the, the water culture, the culture. They're like not going to be happy anymore. <laughs> the species. We'll get to all this, but global warming in general is debated, and some people have a problem with even saying that global warming is something that people don't agree with. So I want to yeah, start with but, that. Okay. Well, can I can I talk about that because yeah. I don't as like okay, global warming. Mm, is it happening? Is it not happening? Are humans causing it? Um, are cons- is our consumption causing it? Is it a mystery whether or not whatever the hell we're doing to this this world is negatively affecting us? No, no, it's not. Like <laughs> whether or not we are gaining degrees in our climate or changing our climate, I think that's kind of. Like, besides the point, it's very obvious that we are doing devastating things to our world, regardless if it's changing the climate or not. You know, yeah, like, that's just one side effect. Like, they were talking about how... But this, um, this could be, like, an end of human species side effects. But so effect. could it be if we lose the oceans. If we, yeah. if we overfish and we take all the species out of our oceans, that's also, de- you know, deathly. Or if we... You know, if we remove certain species from our whole environment, that could be devastating as well. Like climate change is devastating, but so are so many other things that are so easy to prove it's happening. I guess my beef with this is that that people go apeshit about climate change and they're like, is it happening? Is it not happening? Is the government involved in studying this? Blah, 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 blah. When it's like. Yeah, no, I can I can literally look outside and be like, that shit doesn't look as good anymore. <laughs> yes. And that's well, obvious. And that's what I kind of want to get at. Um, and that's kind of the thesis of this show. Um, that's like the the cowspiracy. <laughs> the cowspiracy movie gets into that exactly. What what kind of things are happening to this environment? But I think we can go a step beyond that to show what are Americans paying attention to okay, and why are they appen- paying attention to that? Why are they focused on this and not that? And, they're and why are they ignoring? And But they are Who obsessed with climate co- change. Uh, why are uh, they not? One. Who coined climate change? I the word, know. the term. I have no idea. You don't? You can look that up, but I don't have that's that. not important. Jay, I don't have that ability. That's not important. All right. All right. So just to start off, uh, Yale did a big study. They have a website on it. It's called we climate, climatecommunication.yale.edu. I've been we to did. Yale. And um, the question on the national average, if you ask, is global warming happening? Just straight up, the whole entire country averaged together based on this um, long-term study. I don't know exactly how many people were asked, but um, it looks like a decent study. 70% of Americans say, yes, it is happening. It's um, occurring. So, to be honest, it was kind of higher than I thought. Um, but more importantly than that, I guess, is the next question. Is global warming caused mostly by human activity? And this is an important question would because... Our, would our world heat up just naturally? Um, well, yes, it has throughout history. And it's cooled throughout history. But the global warming concern is that we are causing it to heat up rapidly, rapidly at, a, at a level that human existence can't sustain itself. Okay. Um, or at least the, the the modern world that we live in. So, so can we just have another ice age? No. Why do, not? Because we'll all die. Um, 53% of Americans believe that global warming is caused mostly by human activity. 
So that that's where it becomes political. Because if you can, if you're concerned with that on a human level, then you're going to look to your government and tax dollars and things like that to help fund it. I'm going to slap you in the face. You just yawned. I'm sorry. You should do another shot of Jack. I was moving out to see these figures. Yeah, facts. I was talking about numbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, well, let's switch over. So, anyways, global warming, climate change. There are some things going on with the climate. Some things happening. There's a large, you know, the, the world has come together through the UN um, and other organizations to say that this is something that we as a globe, as a planet, as an a Earth, have globe. to deal with. We as a globe. But some Americans do see it as um, not something that's caused by humans, a natural cycle of, gl- of cooling or heating that we shouldn't be investing in. So there's a person out there that's like, I hear this BS about global warming. I'm not concerned about it. It's stupid. I'm going to ignore it. Uh, yes. But like you just said earlier, let's, for hypothetical sake, say just have I'm, an ice age. I'm one of those people that says um, global warming isn't real. It's not something that humans are causing. I'm in that 47% of Americans to say that. But that doesn't mean that that 47% isn't concerned with the state of our nation when it comes to the environment. So okay. let's get to that. But a lot of, you know, 77% of the country sees that global warming is a concern. And let's talk about the number one cause of global warming and climate change. The UN agrees on this. Um, The scientific community agrees on this. Many Americans agree on this. All the scientists I know agree on it. Yes. I know, like, I know, like, two. You know a couple. What was the percentage of Americans... That don't support animal agriculture. Three percent. Yeah. Three percent. Oh my god, I remembered. And what's the percentage of Americans who believe that global warming is caused by humans? Is caused by humans. Fifty-three percent. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and then seventy percent see it as a major concern. So. But no and, one's doing anything. Yes, and the science to prove that global warming is caused by animal agriculture is pretty cut. Co- and clear. Yeah. If you believe in an- that greenhouse gases are causing climate change or the earth to heat or you know storms and hurricanes and all the things climate. that we've we've had climate it. issues, then if you look at animal agriculture, you're going to see that it is the number one cause. It's CO two and methane, or yeah, CO two and methane are the biggest Gas. gases those that are, are going to be those are uh, let up into farts. the atmosphere. That's the the methane, but methane. That's um, the cow fart. Do you know why cows? Fart methane? Same reason I fart methane? No. No, it's not. Because they eat a lot of vegetables? No. Because <laughs> they're on a plant-based diet? No. But they are, though. Uh, it's because cows... So cows are fed corn. Uh, cows don't usually eat corn. Cows usually eat grass. That's why you have to pay more for grass-fed beef. If you've ever heard of grass-fed beef, it's because... Uh, and it like tastes better, apparently. It does. I've, I'll vouch I've for that. Never had grass fed beef, um, but it's when a cow is given their natural food they're supposed to eat. They're apparently a little bit happier, uh, and then their food tastes better. Like their meat tastes better. But a cow has been forced to eat corn because the corn is subsidized by our government. Which and space wise, just one cow needs. Right. I think right. like. Like three or four acres of grass. Yeah. So 20 cows. I mean, you can continue to multiply that. There's just not enough land. Right. So cows will eat corn 
um, for the space reasons and because it's subsidized. So the government literally wanted to push the crop corn at one point in time. And so they said, hey, farmer, if you farm corn, we will give you like tax breaks, incentives. We will pay you and, and essentially pay you to grow corn. So farmers were like, hell yeah, I'm going to grow corn. I'm not going to give my cows grass because I can make more money off of this corn. So they started to feed corn to cows. I don't know when that started. Probably like the subsidies. I mean, I don't know, well, like it's, 40s, a nat- 50s. It's, a, it's a natural progression too because, like I said, I mean, land is a, is a luxury. And the less land you use, the better. Um, but so they started most of corn. the animal agriculture land that is destroying land is not the actual cows. It's the growing of the so seed. to feed them. Yeah, feed them. So you need 10 times as much land than you need actual cattle. Right, yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot to feed a cow. Um, They're but, big animals. But it's not just cow farts. Well, hold um, on. I'm getting to that. Okay. So anyways, the point is, is that cows are not supposed to eat corn. And when they do eat corn... They're on a constant level of kind of having like a stomach ache and they're just ripping farts all over the place and they're way gassier than they would be if they were living off of what they're actually intended to eat. Yes. So that's why cows produce way more methane. That makes sense. And according to um, several sources here, which I can cite them, but um, livestock and their byproducts account for at least 32 um, million tons of carbon dioxide per year. Um, cars put out carbon dioxide, but yeah. carbon dioxide isn't really the concern. Apparently, methane is 25 to 100 times more destructive than CO2. Um, so when we talk about, I think I don't think this was in our last podcast. I think this, it was the part two we Nothing covered. We talk about was in our last podcast. <laughs> we talk about the last you podcast know, was me being drunk, just like yeah, chit-chatting. We drive a 18 year old. Um, V8 SUV that guzzles gas. I just uh, crashed it. Yeah, but it just the corner is it's not. Li- I mean, it, and some people look down on that as you know you're causing environmental destruction. But all right. of the transportation in the whole entire world, um, cars, trucks, buses, airplanes, ships, all of that together, yeah. the CO2 that that produces. Um, is comparable to the CO2 the animal agriculture produces, but not even a flash of what um, the methane that's been put off by this cattle. And and the methane is 25 again, 100 times more likely destruct or more destructive than CO2. Um, so so animal agriculture is way worse ex- than it, cars, automobiles, trains, planes, blah blah blah. Yeah. So all together. So I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you're someone who's a climate change person or you're someone who's – if you're in that 50% of Americans or that 70% of Americans that see this as dangerous um, and that humans have something to do with it, then by supporting animal agriculture, whether it's cows, chickens, whatever – any bit of animal agriculture, if you're supporting it, you are not concerned with global warming. And if you pretend to be, you're full of shit. And you there's are really, into the environment, and, and you're stealing any meat. And there's really no Screw way to deny that. But I'll be honest with you again. I'm. I was never really that guy. I'm not. Um, I'm not in into that argument that much. And that's not what convinced me. It wasn't really the uh, climate change. But do you think that people just really agree with all this stuff? But then when they go to eat vegan food, they're like, "I don't like vegan food." 
Well, we, I know people, and I don't want to name them, that are extremely concerned with the environment. Yeah. Like they live off, even this Kip guy from the Cowspiracy movies and stuff, but just in my personal life, I could probably rattle off three or four people that They're I know that concerned. are extremely to the point where they, they reduce their showers, they don't flush their toilet oh, as much, they only drive. Rush what? What about Remember? Rush Limbaugh? We were watching, oh. we were listening to Rush Limbaugh. Limba. What are you, a conservative Lim- listening to Limba. Rush Limbaugh? No, I'm not. Limba. Is that it? Yeah, Rush Limba. Limba. Say that five times. He's lost all value. Limba. <laughs> well, Rush Anyways, was talking about, we were Rush on the road, so we were doing, doing what no, we could with the radio. A, um, he was doing like a show um, or something. I don't know. And somebody, he had somebody on that was talking about millennials and how they feel about the environment. And apparently there's this like, uh, idea that millennials are so concerned with the environment that they're like, we're not going to have kids. Well, it wasn't even that. It was, uh, I think it was a Stanford uh, professor who had come back with some research and she did a lot of, and no, it was actually it was an overseas. I think it was uh, like, that doesn't matter. Don't but, claim that to the U.S. because it was stupid. This well, lady was she, literally like, she was a professor I'm not going to have kids because of the environment, she wasn't my even, carbon she, footprint. She wasn't even putting it like that. She was putting it more like scientifically. She said, we've we've looked at the environment. We've looked at what we're doing as humans to affect the environment. And based strictly on scientific research, the best thing an American can do to protect the environment is to not, not have, have children. children. That's which so stupid. It's very stupid. And we 100% disagree with even that. Even Rush Limbaugh was like, that's so stupid, and then you go off and have a hamburger. I'm sure he eats hamburgers, but he, he does. knew. He's not an environmentalist, and he's not a vegan by any means. But he knew, which most Americans do, that you're, you're making a decision that might harm the environment. But um, going back to our SUV, we know it's probably better. Well, not probably. It's definitely better to drive a you know three-cylinder Geo Metro than it is to drive an eight cylinder Land Rover, but we get into those. But we know now that we are th- that eight cylinder vehicle is a fraction, um, in the grand scheme of things, of environmental yes. Damage I'm just waiting for someone to come to at me, and I will. I I have a ton of stuff to talk to them about. They might, they might, but no, no one does. And but I guess as my new crutch said yes. But uh, another thing that came up on this Yale question um, was. Talking about CO2, because the government can regulate CO2 output. And that becomes a very political issue when the federal government tells General Motors or Ford or any company. My mic. Yes. um, How they should regulate their business and how much CO2 should be put out and how much um, exhaust a car can have that's damaging to the environment. That becomes political because that costs money. That's tax dollars. That's things out of our pocket. So. Um, the question was asked, should there be strict CO2 limits um, on existing um, cold fire plants, um, businesses? Um, should we regulate CO2 as a pollutant in general? And just in general, the national average, 75% of Americans say that we should regulate CO2 as a pollutant. But n- n- I, they don't... But 3% are vegan. 3% are vegan, yes. Yeah. So most of America does not know that... Let's tell them, Jimmy. Let's tell them. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. Animal Let's agriculture spread the good word. I feel like is I'm a like a, jo- like a evangelical. Well, Let's spread the good word. Well, that's, vegans are often compared to that. Like they, they're compared to being like almost religious because they can't keep it to themselves. But it's because I can't the good word. 
It's a good, it is, it's a really good word. If you love somebody, you want them to live for a long time. If you love your world and your country and your land, yeah, you want it, you want it to be around for a while. So the fact that 75% of Americans feel that CO2 should be regulated, but uh, 74 of them are eating cheeseburgers every single day, like that's, that's insanity. And that's not, that's not an actual, like, I don't know, it's not a sign of people being, flagrantly ignorant is it an ignorance it's it's an ignorance it's not like i mean ignorance is a tough term but it's more of like a a misinformation yeah i think they think it's cars and it's not it's not cow farts and we'll talk about why people think it's not and today's not the day for that but there's a lot of things that go into our government that are misleading us as americans but that's that's for a different day that's for a different oh we're almost almost 30 minutes here jeez all right Let's, let's go back to some some quick numbers again um, we talked about, facts. yeah, the CO2, the emissions, um, it's only expected to get worse. Our, our consumption is increasing rapidly. Consumption of meat and dairy. So and people are like just having babies all over the place. Yeah. So <laughs> the actual population is growing. <laughs> if we continue with this traditional meat and dairy and poultry diet, um, it's going to get worse. Cows produce a hundred and 50 billion gallons of methane per day. Remember, the methane's way worse than the CO2. So when we're talking about cars, you know, if, if that's your concern, if you're driving a Prius right now because you think you're saving the environment and you're eating meat, then it's, you're, you're I don't know how to put it. Yeah, you're either, you're probably misinformed. You're not, I feel like you're not a dick that loves cheeseburgers, but you're probably just misinformed. You don't quite understand. Yeah, you just, anybody who drives a Prius who's eating meat you just called them out and were like, screw you. Eh, yeah. But I would drive, Priuses are nice, so I would drive one. I like Priuses. Um, Do we get a Prius? They're really big and they're yeah, very they're reliable. Super roomy in there. Very. Um, but Honda, the methane, the methane's a big issue. The methane's a bigger issue. Um, according to science. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we're 30 minutes in. We can go on to the next. Um, there's so many things to talk about with the environment. We have water, we have land, we have waste, we have oceans, we have rain. Listeners out there, if you want to get depressed and cry a little bit, watch The Cove. It has nothing to do with being a vegan. <laughs> that didn't make me that sad. I was it just like, this didn't is... make you. You weren't listening that you I weren't watched watching. It. I was like, it was fucked oh, up. Oh my God. It was about um, in Japan, there's, uh, they get all their dolphins from this like, Cove in Japan uh, for SeaWorld and whatnot. And SeaWorld is an awful, awful thing. Awful place to go. It's fun, though. No. SeaWorld is, like, if I ever knew you to go to SeaWorld, like, we would be done. It's. I think you did go. At one time. It's awful. Got splashed by an but, like, orca. If you were like, oh, let's go to SeaWorld, I'd be like, we're done. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't know. It's okay. I like But anyways, fish. you watch the Cove. Uh, it's all about these dolphins being taken away from their their land and shipped off to SeaWorld. Families. It's, it is so sad. It's one of the only times that I literally had to hold back tears in a classroom as I was teaching. Well, I mean, a lot of this comes back to profit. Oh. And this is one of those companies. Well, all these companies. A lot of, I think, the, the, the issue with America and the world trying to understand what animal agriculture is doing to our health, what it's doing to our environment, um, what it's doing to starvation, what it's doing to our rainforests. It's its not that people aren't concerned with that. It's that we're not getting exposed to that. And just like SeaWorld, 
the things that's happening in the world aren't being exposed because of profit. And profit feeds government. Profit feeds these organizations. Not even profit, just money. There's nonprofit organizations that still need money to function. Yeah. And without, you know, an organization, whether it's nonprofit or profit, we're talking about jobs, we're talking about livelihoods, and that's that's kind of the main concern. So I guess that's the bigger picture here. We're far we're kind of far into this, but the environmental thing is huge. So we're gonna talk about it a lot more um beyond just global warming but if we had yeah. to pull our point is in a point a point our point is, is that if you consider yourself an environmentalist and or you're concerned in the environment and you're eating meat and dairy you're doing a disservice to the thing that you value the most is that meat and dairy products the production of meat and dairy has horrific effects effects or affects Efects. I is when do you use Efects? Don't we don't have time for this? No, because every time I've ever like, if there's ever a question between Efects like, or Efects, when do you use Efects? Affect something or were you affected by? I don't something? get it. You're saying the same thing. I know because I'm pretending like I know the answer, but I, I no don't. No one knows. It's no, they al- do. I look. It's at, always with the e. It's I've looked always. it up. No, uh, you can affect something with something affects you. Maybe that's just no one, nothing affects me. So, Anyways, the moral of the story is that animal agriculture, again, effects, affects, I don't get it. Um, but it's, it's devastating to our environment. And if you, you know, if you're taking the short showers, you're trying to drive an efficient car, that's well and good, awesome, way to go. But if you want to make a serious impact on your environment, stop contributing to animal agriculture and your impact will be exponentially uh, more impactful. And that's a good term, exponentially, because it really is that much different. And I, if you, if, if, if I were to tell you that environmentalism was why I became a vegan, you'd be like, Hey, Jim, you're not Jimmy. You're not in that environmental. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm concerned. I'm not a huge, like, recycle every single thing. I'm not a ride my bike instead of drive a big car. I've never been that guy. No, but, but when you but see when the I facts found out, shoved in your face, you can't turn your, you can't turn back on that. And facts is a, is, that's the key term. And I, this is where I get confused They're or upset or get mad. This is this is what bothers me the most is there are people who don't understand this that consider themselves environmentalists. That's fine. But I often come across many people who do understand this. They don't want to hear it um, because it, I guess, would include a huge change in behavior their life. Behavior change. So are you, I mean, I didn't like to recycle because that was a big behavior change. It was a pain in the ass before the city came and picked it up. You'd have to take it to a fire station or take it to like a Home Depot or like that was, that was a, a, a behavioral change that I felt to be an inconvenience. Right. But now seeing the levels, like if you had to rate the best way to help the environment, Numero uno, number one, by a mile, is don't support animal agriculture. And if you don't, I mean, we always like to, you know, give credit to our sources. Um, This, for me, started with a book or started with a documentary, the cowspiracy thing. But documentaries are easy to make you feel a certain way. But if if you look at any of the sources from that and follow them, you'll be convinced. If you look at 
Um, the UN, if you trust the UN, obviously a pretty the well-known... WHO. The WHO. Like, any of these sources will tell you this. The, the sources that won't are the ones that are funded by animal agriculture. And we'll talk about that later, but there's a lot of companies that are funded by animal agriculture. You're not going to get, you're not going to get good information from them. But if you want to be an environmentalist and you're concerned with the future of the world environmentally, there's no way you can support animal agriculture. And that's, that's the point of this. And we're going to talk a lot. We feel like it's it's doing a good thing. The sun. Yeah. And eating it. Um, but we just hit 40 minutes, so we're going to wrap this up. Went longer than usual. Hey, but that was productive. I feel like this was really educational. Yeah. And compared there's... to the one before, it wasn't very educational. No, it was fun. But if you only like educational, let us know. Or if you just want to hear us get a little tipsy and be, you know, ridiculous together, let, let us, us know. Let us know. We'll do both. Whether you like it or not, we'll do both. But <laughs> we would like some more feedback. Um so we're getting a lot of hits on iTunes, which is the best place to find yeah, us. We're like celebrities uh, now. But we'd lo- you would like a signed autograph uh, picture of me? Uh, please just email me. I can forward you it to like your come address. Come to my house. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you a vegan dinner. I really will, though. Literally anyone who wants a vegan meal, come to my house. I will cook you a vegan meal. <laughs> oh, just don't the door me, is though. always open. It really is, though. But... There's a few ways to get a hold of us. We kind of blab over that most of the time. Um, we Instagram live these podcasts at Lisa Beats Your Meat. So go to that and follow it. Um, if you're getting this on iTunes or on Podbean, which is what hosts this podcast, just click subscribe, click follow, or don't do either of those. Just comment on it. If you if you think this is annoying and doesn't sound right or there's something wrong with it, tell us that. If you like it like a tiny bit, tell tell us you like it a tiny bit. Um, yeah, we're, I like we're, it a tiny bit. We're just again begging for feedback because every week we're like, no one's listening to this shit because no one's giving us any feedback. And then we look at the numbers and people are listening to us, um, and we're really really excited about that. And we want to yeah, provide to anyone listening to us, you know what Whatever they want to hear. Want. Um, and you know, come over, Lisa will make a meal, and I will love. And we'll I talk love to you. Them. Uh, but this is Lisa Beach Your Meat, as Ooh, always. Are you us off? It's time. All We're right. going to hit the 45-minute moment. So okay. You do it. You do your uh, thing. This has been Lisa Beach Your Meat, and uh, we'll be back with another episode within the next three days. Thank you.